Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. I'm here again at MoneyConf, and I'm here with Urs Bolt, uh, ambassador of Tissio. How, how's it going, Urs? Uh, thank you, Ronan, for being here. Um, very well, started well. I already arrived Sunday. Yesterday there was a pre-conference. I'm here with the Swiss delegation yeah, yeah. of the, the Swiss Business Hub, which is uh, called Switzerland Global Enterprise, similar to Enterprise Ireland, which is the export agency yeah. for Ireland. So we had very good uh, talks at the Money X, and then in the evening, of obviously, the, the night summit started. Yeah. So as usual in Dublin, always very warm welcome, having a pint, having a chat there, meeting new people, and I'm, I'm happy to be here. Tell us a bit about your background or how you can ambassador of Pixio. Yes, Pixio is a company based in Lausanne yep. and uh, we offer personal data management solutions and one area which I know personally very well is banking of course, financial services. So for onboarding today, as we all know, we have to hand in a lot of information, documents, etc. So in the future, we imagine uh, a time when uh, probably that's going to be midterm already and not just long term, where you use your data in data vaults. You actually add your personal data, which you use for a bank account opening and um, getting services, and add them to an app. Yeah. And that app then will be used to permission your bank or service provider to use the data and verify them, or depending on the verification, point, you might even only just reveal metadata to the service provider, for instance if it's just a normal business. And then that makes it much easier, as we call it frictionless, yeah. to actually reuse the data for getting other services. So we know in some countries they have schemes like this, but not on a decentralized way by using smart contracts which are used to permission the service provider to use your personal data. Yeah. So I guess you're going to be make, make sure you comply with GDPR rules as well. Yes, GDPR is obviously a big topic and it has to be complied with. So in a public blockchain that's obviously not possible, yeah. at least not at this stage. You need to do it in a protected environment. So short term we work together with uh, uh, private businesses, yeah. for instance BNP Paribas is working on this with us to implement this and then it's basically in um, provided to the clients of BMP Paribas and they don't need to do everything on the chain so basically can also do some uh, functions and features of chain. And what do you think of, of today of MoneyConf? Are you enjoying it so far? Yes, uh, MoneyConf started well with great keynote speakers so I got a lot of Good statements. One of them, which uh, I already last week when it was announced that uh, the second largest French bank, the Banque uh, Gas Populaire, I think it is, a big group, yeah. they use TransferWise now in the future for cross border payments. And Christo Carman, the co founder of uh, TransferWise, said, you know, that will um, give. Um, three times cheaper yeah. transaction costs in terms of exchange rate and fees to the clients of this large French bank yeah. and obviously puts them in a very uh, 
strong position against the competitors, which still do it the old way. Yeah. So it's a very important signal. Again, we got is that this is probably the way forward. How you collaborate with fintechs? Yeah. And of course, Transferwise is already quite a big fintech. Yeah. So we'll see how that will uh, now continue with other deals coming out. Hopefully, also at money come. Yeah, and also you're here with the Swiss delegation, and their aim is to try to promote Switzerland as a fintech hub. Yeah, Switzerland is now uh, in the last few years developed a very strong presence in in fintech. Maybe most people outside Switzerland don't really notice that because most of our fintech startups, regtech, wealthtechs, yeah. they are more in a B2B position. Yeah. So they offer actually their services to the to the banks and our strongest knowledge is obviously in wealth management. Whereas in retail banking you don't see that much. Uh, because it's not exported, but we have a very strong position. We also have now, together with the whole blockchain developments, the Crypto Valley Switzerland, and as we call it, either the Crypto Nation Switzerland, Blockchain Nation Switzerland, a very strong position to actually benefit from the next wave coming in the area of financial technology. And I guess because for years you've been known as a country that's done banking, so FinTech was actually next but stuff to go into because of that. You can transform yourselves. Absolutely, we need to because all our uh, regulation also in terms of cross-border banking obviously be aligned with what the other European countries have with transparency etc. So we have to um, now bring that deep knowledge of banking and money management especially into technology and export this know-how via app technology and other um, software. And uh, what about cryptocurrencies? Do you see anyone becoming uh, a legal currency in Switzerland or is that not going to happen? Um, short term, certainly not. I think there's a, a lot of elaboration about the Swiss crypto franc, but it's a, it obviously doesn't offer an immediate benefit for us. I, yeah. I would say, personally, that's my personal opinion, a Swiss crypto franc could really be a game changer yeah. in a way that others out foreigners would actually use the crypto Swiss franc to transact in a, in a smooth, frictionless digital way. And we yeah. heard that this morning in the other panel with um, the CFO from uh, Square yeah. that cryptocurrencies, digital currencies, will be needed for a global, frictionless cross-border banking. So there is a need for it. The question will be, will it be uh, legitimized, national, yeah. uh, or centrally ba central bank-backed currency, or will there be other cryptocurrencies be used, which will then again be converted into a fiat currency, whether it's digital or the traditional yeah. fiat way. Well, I know last year in Japan they legalized Bitcoin as currency, so you could buy that there. So I'm thinking in Switzerland were to do that with any currency, online currency, and bring in that will be game changer as well because of your standing in, in uh, banking. Yeah. No, not yet at the moment. I know of some projects where they work on the cryptocurrency exchanges, but in that respect, Japan and also Korea, they're ahead yeah. of the rest of the world right now because we have, I think, a dozen or two um, uh, properly regulated cryptocurrency yeah. exchanges in Japan already. Yeah, I know that in Korea, a lot of that spent on gaming. 
So the idea is if you get your own ICO, your own currency for playing a certain game, it's easy to uh, buy products for that game you're playing, whereas over in Europe, that's not a, a, a big a deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised because it allows to uh, create a much um, easier client experience, much more uh, delightful client experience. So the way you use tokens for this or cryptocurrencies makes it much easier also to do work in fractions. And the gaming industry was always a very innovative area to show how you can actually um, change yeah. business and operating models. So what else, what else do you hope to get out of, out of uh, MoneyConf? Do you hope to meet new clients and uh, network? Uh, it's mostly networking, but it's also learning from the speakers and from the talks we have. Um, and, and of course it would be great to, to meet some, some bank delegates which are interested to see um, how they can benefit from personal data wallets with KYC, AML yeah. data and uh, make onboarding clients and offer them new product services in a much easier way. That's good. Thank you very much for that and have a great conference.